Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Man United Fan. My name is Paul, your regular host. And on today's show, I'll be talking about Michael Carrick, who has left the club after helping Man United to defeat Arsenal yesterday at Old Trafford by three goals to two. You I saw his last game in charge of Manchester United. Um, as an interim caretaker coach um, after Ole was sacked and he presented over three games he was undefeated 1-2, drew 1-2 or three good results um, to help Rafrianic um, have a solid foundation to build on so Carrick is gone and apparently he has left Man United in a much better place than Ole has if we had lost the game yesterday to Arsenal, we would have been rooted in 10th position, 8 points behind Arsenal. But now, we've uh, reduced the gap um, uh, between us and Arsenal and West Ham. And uh, West Ham will be taking on Chelsea in their next game. I figure that um, it will be a difficult game for West Ham to win. And uh, even if they get a point... You know, we can reduce the gap if we're able to defeat Crystal Palace, which is our next game on Sunday. So, good news for my United. Um, the people who led my United to down this path, Carrick and Ole, are gone. Sadly, um, McKenna and Mike Phelan still remain in the in the club and. Uh, we will probably get peripheral roles. So let's see how that goes. So basically, uh, Michael Carrick, there's not uh, much to say about him. Um, he was part of the... Well, first and foremost, he's a legend of the club. No doubt about that. He did very well. 15 years of service. After he retired, he went straight into the coaching department. And he was under Mourinho. And he, he was also worked on that only for three years. And the problems we saw with our team yesterday, in midfield especially, he is part of the problem, playing Mac, uh, McTominay and Fred. McTominay, uh, you, sometimes you wonder what he brings to the team. McTominay will not get into too many teams. In fact, a team like Burnley or even Newcastle, McTominay will not even get him. He's a, uh, even long, Sean Longstaff will is will do a better job than McTominay in the minor midfield. That's how uh, poor or that's how high I rate McTominay. McTominay yesterday was poor. I can't recall any good tackles he made or interceptions he made. He he he, he got a yellow card for a stupid tackle he made. You know. He was always passing the ball backwards. His, that was his always his go-to. His instinctual move was to pass the ball backwards or sideways. You know, never forward thinking, just safety. And he never did his job properly. Never went with his runners. Never marked the you know people he should be marking. He didn't mark them. So these are the issues. This is the legacy of Ole and Carrick. Ole has been sacked by the club. Carrick, after doing a good job as an interim manager, you know, 
has decided to step down gracefully, which is good because the club would have kept him if he decided to stay. Um, according to him, he has never really taken time off since he retired. The moment he retired, he just went straight into coaching. So this was a good opportunity for him to, um, you know, take time off of time off of the game. So I'm sure he has made lots of money. And uh, he's not going to be broke, so I think he will. I think a year out of the game will do him good and begin to look for work. Who knows? They might even take him back. You never know with this club. Anyway, um, let's talk briefly about yesterday's game. I didn't make a podcast about yesterday's game because the game ended late. I wanna, and I was trying to absorb, you know, and reflect on what happened yesterday. Um, Again, another terrible performance from Manchester United overall. We were not very good. We were poor, uh, especially in the first half. We, we gave the ball away. Fred, especially, he gave the ball away a couple of times, was bullied off the ball, made some, was having a poor game. But again, like Fred, who is an enigma for us, he was involved in two of the goals. In fact, he was involved in three goals. He was responsible for... Uh, accidentally fouling Dijia, who was on the floor, rolling, n- not knowing what was happening around him. And Emil Smith-Rowe capitalized and scored. And I forgot his name. I think it's Martin Atkins. That's the referee's name. He failed to um, blow his whistle, you know, and uh, before the ball went into the net. And so the goal had to stand because he didn't blow his whistle. So... Uh, Arsenal were awarded the first goal. Um, Fred was involved in the equaliser. He he had he laid the ball for Bruno to score um, towards stoppage time of the first half, making it 1-1 for Man United. In the second half, Ronaldo gave us the lead after a cross from Rashford. And um, Ronaldo took it very well and you know, put the ball behind the net. Uh, but in typical Man United fashion, we let Arsenal back into the game two minutes later. And um, Odegaard, the collapse for Arsenal. But Fred again um, won us a penalty after a sloppy tackle from Odegaard or by Odegaard on him. And Ronaldo stepped up to score the penalty, which eventually gave us the victory. Fred um, was heavily involved in the game. Um, but he was quite good in the second half, I have to be frank. Um, I think he has potential in working well in Rafferanik's high-pressing system. I hope he is given the opportunity of playing more forwards than playing a defensive role. But that would only work if we have a good defensive midfielder. McTominay is not a defensive midfielder, and apparently Matic cannot play every game. So it's something that Rafferanik will need to... Um, uh, deal with and sort out till when he can get a specialist defensive midfielder that will play in defensive midfield, which Matic can be a backup to, you know. Then, in defense, that defense was terrible yesterday. Collectively, the defense was terrible, especially um, um, Maguire. You know, we gave Arsenal too many chances too many chances. Yes, we had to be open, but I feel that we gave them too many big chances to score. It was terrible. Anytime 
Arsenal attacked intensely. It looked like a goal was coming. That was how open that defence was. Ryan has a lot of work to do in drilling that defence. I feel that our best partnerships were not, in central defence especially, were not on the bench. I mean, rather they were on the bench and or unavailable. Uh, but the full-backs did okay, although I was a bit pissed off with... Um, <laughs> with uh, Teles in the second half for giving Saka too many opportunities. He made very two questionable decisions in trying to get the ball, getting sucked in in central defence. Uh, again, that was because of Maguire. Maguire making Teles come in to help him and creating so much space for Saka to cause damage. And Fred had to intervene in one particular situation to block the shot that Saka had to play. So... Um, but other than those two situations, I think Tellers was good. Um, he didn't give too many crosses into the 18-yard box. Um, but he seems, um, again, he's a victim of all this poor rotation. And, and that's why he doesn't get too many. He, he, they need a lot of, he would need a lot of um, run-off games to get up to speed, you know. Um, Dalot also had a decent game compared to Wambisaka has been having of late. Uh, Dalot is also a victim of Ole's poor rotation, and you know he has not played. I think this was his first start of the season, if I'm not mistaken, in the Premier League. So Dalot has been not been treated well by Man United in the last two years under Ole, you know, and so. Um, kudos to him. He did a good job. He should have a run of games. Juan Bissaka, Luke Shaw, Baguire, some of these players need to be benched so that they can be gingered going forward because they've not really done, um, they've not been doing well. And because Ole's system does not encourage, um, it rewards bad behavior, bad performances. And so many of them really never stepped up. Luke Shaw stepped up a bit last season because of um, Teles' arrival. Uh, but the others have been safe and they've been complacent. I hope Rafrianik will instill some competition by selecting players who have not been, who have largely been ignored by the Ole regime and Carrick as well. And you know, so that these players who think they have an automatic uh, shirt will will step up and begin to play much more, um, play much better than they are doing whenever they are called upon. Um, I think um, Lindelof did okay yesterday. I didn't think he did too much wrong, although he's always suspect in area battles. So that's the problem with Lindelof. I would have preferred Bay and Lindelof playing yesterday, but Maguire is the captain, so he always gets his shirt under the Ole and Carrick regime, irrespective of his previous performances. That has to change other Rafranic. Whether he'll be bold enough to do that, I don't know. Just wait and see. In the midfield, McFred, um, generally, um, McTominay was poor. I have to be honest, I don't think he did very well. Um, Fred was terrible in the first half, but 
later on he got into the game he was involved in our equalizer and he won the penalty for ronaldo so uh, Fred did better, much, much better, and redeemed himself eventually in the second half. So kudos to Fred. Bruno did not have a good game, especially in the second half. In the first half, he did okay and grabbed our equalizer. Bruno, I think he's suffering from the McFred combination. He's not getting the balls. And that is what uh, Van de Beek suffered in the game against Villarreal. The balls are not getting to him. He's not getting enough of the balls in good and threatening positions. And that is because of our midfielders that play behind him. If those guys can, if Rani can fix this problem, we'll probably see more of Bruno. Then in the attack, Ronaldo in the first half was poor. He felt he was a bit selfish in the first half. Failed to give the ball to Rashford and all that. And in the first half, laid the ball to him when he was in the better position to score. I think he was quite um, desperate to score, you know, in light of what has been happening the last couple of days in the Ballon d'Or and his news and all that. And I think he was desperate to hit his um, landmark goal, which he eventually did in the second half, scoring two goals, scoring 800 goals and 801 goals. The only player alive to officially do that, you know, he has great stats uh, in all his time in all the clubs he has played. Then uh, Sancho, I think he had a quiet game, he had a poor game, but he laid the ball for Fred um, in the second half, which led to Fred being fouled. I don't understand why Carrick plays Sancho on the left. It baffles me. He doesn't do well on the left. Somebody who is trying to find his feet in Manchester United should not be playing on the left. He should be playing where he is best suited on the right. In fact, we are going to even play him on the left. Let someone like Green will be playing on the right because Rashford has never been good playing on the right. He's been always been effective on the left. So I don't know what uh, Carrick was on about. Yes, it worked eventually. Carrick, in fact, Rashford even had an assist, you know. But I think that we should play square pegs in round holes. So that is it. Basically, Van de Beek came on. He didn't couldn't do much because he came in the last minute for Bruno, and um, the, the other subs that came in, uh, Marshall, of course, came in a few minutes to the end of the game. Replaced Ronaldo. In the 88 or so, or 89th minute, he couldn't do much. Um, who else came on? I can't recall at the moment who else came on. Um, but that's basically my um, uh, United. Um, we didn't do very well yesterday, I have to say. It was too open, and it was end-to-end for most of it, and it was too open. Um, and yes, the game looks like a classic for the neutral. And it was a good game for once, a game that this last couple of years traditionally had been boring and drab. Uh, this was quite open, but I feel that um, we could have defended better And because Dijia made too many saves. In fact, I have not talked about Dijia. Dijia was outstanding yesterday. He made lots of saves yesterday, you know, and... Um, I I feel that uh, many have criticized him for his reaction after Fred stamped on his back heel. Um, maybe he could have, you know, endured the pain because the shot that Smith-Rowe scored wouldn't have beat him if he was uh, standing and watching. He would have saved it, 
you know. But in the end, uh, Ronaldo saved his blushes, but that doesn't negate the fact that he was outstanding. For Carrick, I say farewell to him. He was gracious in leaving, so kudos to him. He could have easily stayed down and be drawing a salary with, while not really developing himself or doing anything under Rafaelnik's um, leadership. So I, I think it's a good one for him. McKenna and Fidan remain. Hopefully, they will not extend their contracts um, after the season ends. So we look forward to the future. Rafaelnik will take charge of training today. Hopefully, we begin to see gradual changes in the way Man United approach games, the way the team is set up, the way we press, the way we attack, the way we mark players and all that. So hopefully, the issues like zonal marking and all these issues will be uh, improved upon by Rafrianic. Of course, we shouldn't expect an overnight um, change, but hopefully after a few games, we need to be seeing changes and steps in the right direction. So overall, I'm pleased that we defeated Arsenal. It's been a long time coming. We've not defeated them in our last six games in the Premier League, but we finally put an end to that uh, abnormal statistic, you know. Hopefully, we will, continue to, we will now start having a good run against Arsenal in the Premier League home and away, and also, you know, do well in the Premier League. Now, we need to fight for the top four. The Premier League title is out of our reach again. No thanks to Ole, who claims to have left Man United in a better place. Uh, Carrick has left us in a better place. We're in a much more better place than Ole has in his um, final year, you know, before he got kicked out. So, thank you, Carrick, for your support. Rather, not your support, for your contributions to Manchester United. 15 years of service. We appreciate you. Um, hopefully, you will do well in your other jobs in the future. you probably take up a media role or a pundit role somewhere. Who knows? All right. So that is it basically, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be, look, I'll be looking forward to meeting you guys, uh, I guess, Crystal Palace on Sunday after the game. So please do not forget to um, check my next um, podcast. So thank you all for listening. I appreciate you all. Have a great day ahead and enjoy your weekend. Bye for now.